Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk animated shows and movies here, especially Miraculous Ladybug and The Owl House. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Eisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And I'm April Collins. Hi there. Owl House is back, finally, and we are back to talk about the first two episodes of Season 2B, the second half of Season 2, Follies at the Coven Day Parade, and Elsewhere and Elsewhen, the latter of which aired today, and we were inspired to talk about uh, some theories and other things from these episodes uh, on this podcast, probably our main topics Bellows theories, and then some Lubini discussion from the previous episode, and everything else going on with the Owl House. So make sure you check out those two episodes, uh, spoilers for Follies at the Coven Day Parade and Elsewhere and Elsewhere, and then come back and listen and find all our other Owl House podcasts at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Owl House, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, so I think let's start off, uh, we can jump right in, we can start off with just general thoughts on these episodes, anything that stuck out to you, and how are you liking the start of the second half of season two? Michelle? These were some very strong episodes. I'm very happy to be back with the Owl House, and like, especially somebody who also really likes Amphibia, I'm glad that we're going to have Owl House probably for at least another year after this right right uh, let's see how long the, the, yeah. the, the, the god i hope is. i really want 2023 to be with another show i really like it so, so you want a longer over. delay between seasons two and three to absolutely. savor absolutely okay. yes. absolutely yeah because like they're throwing so much good lore at us at this point and there's so much good relationship stuff developing i would be very content to wait a little longer to savor because once it's over it's over yeah. But I think these two episodes were great in both those departments in terms of lore and character stuff. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I love that this show will like dangle things in backgrounds or like just front and center that have you guessing and theorizing. And then eventually they like answer it within the course of a season instead of making you wait a super long time. I really appreciate that. Like, we've been wondering forever if, like, Philip and Bellas could be the same person. And I think we were kind of like, oh, well, clearly, because their hair's the same and, and their nose is <laughs> the way he's too old. That doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, and then this episode happened. So I guess it is pretty clear Bellas is Philip. I, I mean, I, I feel fine locking that in. I don't think that's not the case anymore. Um, and also in terms of like Hunter for so long, we were like, oh, is, is he a Grimwalker clone of Philip's brother? I don't probably, but maybe he's something else. No, that seems pretty clearly to be where this is going now. So it's just nice to have not like a hundred percent confirmation, but like 90% confirmation, which is still very, very high. So now that like we're already there, I really wonder the direction we're going to push this by the end of the season because i mean we've introduced this whole level of and i don't think we've like talked about like this idea of philip being a very unreliable narrator mm. but it throws so much of the things we've been learning in his journal into you know questionable territory and so like is he telling the truth about literally anything and what can that mean for stuff like you know, Ida's portal door or, you know, where his brother is or like how many other people died on these missions with him that were 
kind of directly resulted by him making sacrifices of them. So there's just so much that 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 alone just gives you so much to play with. And I love that this show's doing that. Yeah, I, I agree with uh, a lot of that. And yeah, we're going to get into to the Bellows, Philip, Grimwalker. We're, we're getting to it. Uh, April, what did you think of these episodes? I agree that they're definitely very strong episodes. And I do like really enjoy that this show again like doesn't make you wait for information Mm -hmm. it it gives you a question and then you know almost immediately it feels like they answer that same question and I I'm like it like helps me like get on board with like different theories and ideas that are possibly presented like Bellos being Philip Um, whenever they first showed his face I was like that is that's a fake face that's not his face and then like we get like into elsewhere and elsewhere and i'm like oh oh no like this is this is taken quite the turn of <laughs> so uh i like that the show can do that but then it, ha- it still has fun even when giving us like serious lore you know, I, I really enjoyed getting to see more of, like, the Luz and Lilith relationship, you know, her cool aunt Lilith. Um, <laughs> yes. And even, you know, getting more into, like, Ida and her family and her, the whole thing with her father. So that's it's just really exciting that we're getting a lot of this almost immediate. I mean, it is immediately. Um, and it just gives us even more to explore off of. With ev- like all of it, so um, I I'm just really enjoyed that. <laughs> nice, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's very exciting. I thought it was a good start to the season. Um, I really, uh, really liked Follies at the Coven Day Parade. Um, I think that's one of the best episodes of the show. Uh, loved the Lumity, and uh, in general. Uh, I've like criticized this show narratively in the past for like having a ton of plot elements and not being able to integrate them or like not attempting to. And I thought Follies was like the best, uh, integration of a lot of different plot stuff that the show's ever done. So I was like super impressed by Yay! that. Yay! Yay! And I'm wondering if that will continue or if it was just because it was like a mid-season <laughs> premiere, you know, but, um, regardless, I really, really impressed. And obviously like the, all the Lumity, we're, we're continuing going strong with that. Um, so that's really good. And then elsewhere and elsewhere. And so I watched it this morning for the first time. I was like, okay, that's fine. But then I rewatched it and I started thinking about all of the theories. And yeah. Then, and then you it, thought it, once and said it was fine. I'm, I'm deeply like actually. Well, I wasn't, by that. I wasn't uh, a galaxy brain enough on everything that's happening. You know, now I'm excited by da- yeah, digging into yeah. <laughs> ever. Like, I think it definitely I, takes like a second, like watch through, I think to, for it to like really impact you. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely like a solid episode for me. My personal enjoyment is like very dependent on the lore stuff, but like, I think that's intentional. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a lot yeah. of what they're going for here. Um, you know, like I think Lilith is, is cool and stuff. There's like more <laughs> that I was interested in in the previous episode, but, uh, yeah, I think I think I'm considering we're probably about to spend a majority of this podcast on elsewhere and elsewhere. And I think it's a success. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm on board for how they're handling Bellos and the mythology. I agree. I love that they fi- did f- fairly definitively, um, reveal that Bellos is Philip. They're not waiting on that. 
We still have not said the word Grimwalker on the show. I want to point that out before we say, like, confirmed Grimwalker. <laughs> I was like, yeah. are they, <laughs> they going to say Grimwalker? No. But that being said, we did uh, narrow down uh, some information that we previously talked about. So I'm probably going to reference in this next discussion the last two, I think, Owl House podcasts we did, which were the second the episode 6 to 10 podcast and their, their mid-season theories podcast. Um, so... Uh, I'll kind of go over where we're at with all the lore, and then I think we've narrowed things down. So first of all, Bellos is Philip, which is like whatever yeah. I'm thought after episode yeah. five. But then we're like, oh, there's a brother after episode ten. What if Bellos is the brother, not Philip himself? So that was that was a question. Uh, seems pretty clear after this episode that Bellos is Philip himself. Um, it's not definitively stated. The closest thing is uh, Lilith says uh, the confidence, the compliments. He says everything you want to hear. It feel, feels uncomfortably familiar. Um, and, you know, she has previously interacted a lot with Bellows. So um, we, we narrowed down Bellows being Philip. Any Were there any big reactions to this other than, like, it's nice that they revealed it? it it's nice that they revealed it. But I, oh, I, I don't know if I was necessarily expecting it. I'm just like, okay, that that's fact. Cool. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to happen before a finale. And that's one of the things I appreciate that they just kind of went, oh, you know what? Okay, so we showed his face to everyone in, you know, Coven Day Prey. And now we're just going to get into the confirmation about who he is and his backstory. Uh, for me, honestly, one of the things I really liked seeing was uh, Philip, like when he, back when he was Philip, his personality, because I think that really colors so much about him that, I mean, we were really giving him the benefit of a doubt for so long, looking at him through, you know, Luce's like very kind and optimistic perspective of reading his journal fragments. But I mean, seeing him just kind of you know, present this way, like, oh, like, I'm a soft nerd boy, like, please, my leg is hurt, can you help? And then, like, immediately turning on them as soon as he had what he wanted. I I mean, I think, like, for me, the reason that makes me so excited is because, like, okay, so, like, what was his relationship with his brother? Is or his does brother he even have alive? a brother? Yeah, I mean, one thing that I think is really interesting, I know we're going to talk about Dell and his palisman and, like, how it kind of looks like Blackjack, but one thing I do want to say is, like, I do think it's very interesting that, you know, we, we spend a lot of time in this show focusing on, like, you know, the sister dynamic of Ida and Lilith, but there's also this brother dynamic, right? A Philip in question mark boy. So, <laughs> like, the thing I thought was kind of interesting is, like, Philip, like, presents this, like, kind of like Lilith, like, this, like, kind of, like, quiet, like, not the star sibling, maybe nerd energy. But, I mean, like, it really seems like Philip's gone down, like, this very aggressive, very one-track mind, very dangerous for, you know, humanity path. And I really wonder, like, what that says about his whatever relationship he had with his brother. And if, like, part of the reason maybe he was drawn to all this magic was because, you know, he, like Lilith used to, for Ida, had, like, you know, struggled with self-worth or, like, you know, their their dynamic as siblings, his place and all that, how other people saw him. Because in all, like, the the background stuff, it just seems like he's giving this more, like, studious vibe 
than maybe his brother. And again, we don't like know much about his brother. So that's a lot of speculation on my part. But I do think that's interesting that that's kind of in play that we have both like this brother dynamic and this sister dynamic and how those might commentate on each other. Yeah. You know, in the subtext yeah. of the show, maybe. Yeah, that's really interesting. Let's let's dive into that. It's not like the 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 lore question headline, but the content I think of the episode um, is is mostly about that. Um, so like it's it's hard. We have to try to piece together what's going on here because uh, yeah. this uh, this because, episode. Uh, Philip's a liar. Yeah, he's a liar. We know he's a which liar. Is, so which is why I'm like, does he even really have a brother? Because he obvious like from what we've heard of from his journal being read to us by Luz and then actually watching him like in live time write his journal it's almost like does is this real because that's a really good like tug like tug of your heartstrings kind of story Mm. like oh I had this brother and then something happened to him or whatever yeah you know and in order to rise to power because like who isn't going to be sympathetic to someone who's lost a family member that they were quote unquote close to. Yeah, maybe maybe Philip's twisting the story. Uh, there is a statue in or on Earth that we saw in only yesterday of the two brothers. Um, doesn't yeah, mean I, it wasn't built of a lie. I guess you, you could yeah. you, they could retcon or it. Could have been a, a Grimwalker of himself. Oh my god! Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> human realm that would be a twist. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah. I, I'm still on the brothers train, um, but yeah, it, it, we definitely got to start taking everything he said with a grain of salt. So this is our most definitive pre- presentation of Philip, and the time period is they say 1660 or 70. But right. So it's yeah. like, how old is he? Like that was another thing. Like so, the, do the Palisman's energy both give him magic power, but more importantly, prolong his life? Like, like inhumanly, like unnaturally yeah. long. Because but, the one thing he says at the end is like, I just need to live long enough to see yes. this through. It's plan- yeah. He's like, if that's his goal, he doesn't care what happens after. He doesn't care how messed up his body is or if he's all green. Like, as long as he can execute his plan, that's all that matters, apparently. Which might be the plan he's still trying to execute now. Right. Um, yeah, I be, think it is. I'm bouncing around, but should be noted, let's get this information from Follies out there. Not a ton, but Belos is planning to make a speech, planning to get rid of wild magic in a month when they go mm. to the head of the Boiling Isles, and he shows his face to everyone. Um, so not not like new information here, but uh, a month uh, is when ca- the the day of a unity month is a human form of time just saying <laughs> Don't, okay. well, that's where it came from so i guess they do they question so. certain things and not other things in yeah. the demon realm that's fine. uh so i i i think season two finale for day of unity i that's what i'm thinking yeah, a month i don't think yeah, we would drag right. drag the month into the specials probably would be end of the season but we'll see i think it's nice that it gives us a time frame um yeah that still might be what he's attempting to do in terms of completing the portal door but it's 1660 or 70 he, it seems like he's already been there for a while though um Philip. maybe like maybe like 20 years yeah. maybe and the brother's not there he's not there yep he went somewhere. He Where'd might be dead. He might already be dead by this time. Yeah. Or just non-existent. Or hiding. Maybe he like went oh, somewhere well. else. Like maybe they had a falling out and he's like, I don't like this, but also I still can't go home. So we're or just... maybe at point some point Philip tried to sacrifice his brother and his brother was like, absolutely not. And so 
he's like he's in hiding yeah that's, and- that's a, i've seen this theory actually we'll get to this in a second yeah, <gasps> it's uh it's a good call on that um yeah i mean it's what's the what's philip's like what's his state here we it's this is just such a snapshot into the the philip life he's already using the palisman and should be noted that the fact that he is using a palisman or palestrum wood or something in order to like uh boost his health is the another definitive sign that this is this is bellosa of course um yeah yeah he's already doing that you know what happened to cause this is he already passed his normal life expiration or was he cursed or something right like why what's causing him to need this or was it more likely more likely because of the glyphs on his arm yeah yeah like probably the glyphs on his arm i I imagine that at a certain point you can't fuel that magic by yourself anymore like it would just be such a drain on your body and your life force so now you gotta you gotta find life somewhere else maybe maybe the biggest piece of new information here philip has uh the arm with with a bunch of glyphs on it it like like uh buffing swollen like beyond the natural state it seems cursed um potentially literally if not metaphorically um like uh so what what's going on with this arm he's drawn glyphs on himself to power himself up more to make him magical even though he's not magical yeah i think it's like his his human way of trying to have bile sack magic like he doesn't have the bile sack which he so. references yeah. yeah yeah so it's like he he made like a very powerful glyph combination on his arm to kind of recreate what that would be but like i agree with april because that's so draining he needs to sustain both his energy and life somehow. And Palisman magic, somehow he found out the essence of that is enough to do that for presumably a fairly long amount of time. Yeah. I, I guess we also don't know like how often he consumes the Palisman like magic. At the end, he, w- he was like in that cave thing, right? And there yeah. were stacks and stacks of dead Palismans like everywhere. So it seems like maybe he goes through them like... Every couple, de- like, well, I, we don't, it depends how much magic he needs, but I was gonna say, we also don't know the like the extent of how much his body is covered in glyphs. Also, if you know like this much advanced glyph work, how do you not know the basic like glyph? I'm just yeah, it's interesting. So Luz teaches Philip the light glyph. He already knew the other mm-hmm. three ones. Mm-hmm. So that was cool to see. But yeah, it's not clear. That was the first one Luz learned, but maybe that's because she's special in some way or had a perspective Philip didn't. I think um, I think it's the latter. I yeah. think she just like yeah. she started there. He was looking into other other. It avenues. wasn't like a concern of his. Yeah, it wasn't a concern, so we just didn't learn it because he's so focused on his specific goal. But he adds it to his, you know, repertoire as soon as it's presented yep. to him. Yes. And another notable thing with the glyphs is he seems to teleport away somehow with a complex glyph. Um, oh, yeah. Super yeah. Complex. Yeah. Uh, not sure what's going on there. I've seen some speculation, but it's tough to get into. Um, but there's a lot of glyph stuff going on. He, so he's trying to power himself up, even though he's not magic. How does this lead to his stance of trying to get rid of all wild magic? I guess that's the next question. Um, Maybe he's just super gel like jealous boy and Mm -hmm. he's like i hate that all of these people can naturally do magic and so by eliminating wild magic which is essentially like all of the like people who live in the boiling aisles like natural affinity to it he's like if i eliminate this or get rid of it then everyone is sort of dependent upon the same magic as myself 
Yeah, and of note, we see him like curse witches in this episode. Mm-hmm. After uh, he thinks, so clearly he doesn't have their parts. best interests in mind. Like, yes, yes, I think we see that, and it's after losing Lilith. Uh, after Lilith punches him, but he still seems to think they're witches at the end, um, despite the fact that he says they're lying. Um, he says witches always lie. Um, yep. So uh, I've seen people speculate did lose and Lilith cause Philip to Bellows to hate witches. I, I, th- mean, I think honestly, this is exciting. Yeah, I wonder. He seemed like content on like not enjoying them. Like, cause I, I think he, he felt, already hated them before. Yeah, this. I think he already hated them. And that's why Lilith like made it at a point to note that like, oh, he... It's a like a very uncomfortable familiar the way he talks because he is so used to complimenting witches and playing into their egos. And so when she hears it from a human, she's like, oh, this is this isn't right. <laughs> her her uh, her witch senses are tingling. <laughs> she can tell that it's not sincere. Yeah. And that makes sense, though, because if he's always hated witches and that's how Bellos had always talked to the people of his court and coven, then, yeah, it would be familiar to her because it's not sincere. She can recognize that immediately. Maybe not that it's not sincere, but she just recognizes the the way that he talks, how he presents himself. Yeah, in that, their presence like yeah, that, that's interesting recognizing the the hatred of wild magic but here it's like applied to witches and all magic um mm-hmm. should be noted we see the presentation of the boiling isles with everyone doing wild magic and oh, seems pretty this cool is so good yeah Luz is even like wow everyone seems like really happy this is you right <laughs> and everyone's like helping each other yeah and, like the one guy fixed the guy's cart and i was like well that was nice of him i mean his arm's still broken <laughs> And then his arm wasn't broken anymore. And I was like, okay, good. I'm glad he uh, adjusted that as well. Yeah, maybe my favorite part of the episode. I kind of wanted even more of that. Um, I love the like metaphor for, you know, like an authoritarian regime corrupting like what was uh, a lot of people loved. And now they didn't even they don't even know what that life was that good before. Um, draw your real world parallels wherever you it may, which I think that the show is going for with Bellos in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And of, of note there, timeline wise, that's only 50 years ago. There's a large gap yeah. between uh, what we saw yeah. and Tim kind of taking over. Um, I wonder if we'll get another Bella's flashback episode taking place after or before this, because we're still kind of missing. We kind of need both, actually, him and Philip. Yeah, we need context with his brother also. I think that's like a huge thing a flashback would be good for. Which probably is before that. April's very skeptical of the brother. Before that, yeah, um, yeah. Well, okay, we let's move on to the. Well, okay, first the uh, in a second. I think we can convince (laughs) April the brother exists, or maybe not. Maybe, (laughs) maybe. To be fair, it wasn't just the statue uh, in the episode where we meet. um, Oh God, is it is it V or Vi? I forget. V, yeah, so like w- when Luce does go back to the human world, like, she goes back to her town in Connecticut. When they talk to that like sketchy nerd guy, he talks about like explicitly that like he, you know he says like, brothers. Yeah, local legend says that two brothers like made a deal with a witch and like disappeared or something. 
So, I mean, it's, yeah, I think there, there's outside confirmation yeah. besides Philip. So I In, think Unless he that, revised history or something. Which I, which I think it's a little too much. So I think it, it is probably that there are two brothers. Yeah, I'd agree. I know. I I just like to continuously present that idea. I'm I'm coming in here <laughs> with the. You're not wrong. There's there are a lot of there are a lot of theories again, out it's there. It's a local legend. Yeah, like, it's a, it is it's true. A legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until we see, until we see the like brother. Twenty people, maybe. Yeah. Until we see the brother. Talk to me when he has a name. God. Yeah, that, that's fair. Like name, literally, what's his him. name? <laughs> we. What are we like, waiting for with the name? Again, we have this whole idea of Grimwalker. So who's not to say that he. His quote unquote brother isn't just a Grimwalker of himself. Look, I and then I, I came into the like you I, could easily be like if they don't look exactly like you, you could be like, oh yeah, this is my brother because you don't look exactly like your siblings yeah, unless okay. we'll, you're, we'll get here, we'll get there, April. Okay, it's okay. I I'm really enjoying being the um. I can't think of what the word is. The devil's advocate on devil's this. Devil's advocate. See, like, <laughs> I, I, I came in. I went down a conspir- Owl House conspiracy theory rabbit hole for like half an hour before the podcast. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to have the conspiracy theories, but April out, already out conspiracyed us. So uh, that's like even further, I think. But we'll, we'll, we'll Look, see. That's my job, okay? <laughs> that's a, wow, that's interesting. Interesting job. Please uh, know uh, Ladybug Podcast. Yeah, this is what you've learned from <laughs> Ladybug Podcast. Okay. <laughs> Uh, last thing about Bellis in this episode, the major thing, the collector, uh, we hear the collector's name for the first time. We previously knew the name of the collector in the, from mm-hmm. the credits of yes. uh, the episode eight, where we see Ida with the figure in the dream or whatever. Yeah. In um, her like dream. Dream. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we see, we hear the name for the first time. We don't see the collector of note in a, uh, charity stream before the season started. Uh, Dana drew a character who seems to be the collector, the fandom um, feels pretty confident that that's the collector. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I mean, I trust them because <laughs> they're like way on it. I mean, one thing I remember about that sequence with Ida is like once she recognized them and she her instinct was to like stay away from them. So I wonder if like there is some kind of foreboding energy about whatever their deal is and if that's going to be an issue when Luce inevitably comes into contact with them at some point, maybe. So yeah. the friend or foe question mark for the collectors on the table. Which is interesting because Ida, the collector is in Ida's dream, but Ida did not recognize the name of the collector in this episode. Or exactly. at least, or like at least feigned ignorance. What they look like, yeah. but not the, the title. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. I, th- I, th- I think it's that. I think, I think know the name, the face, but not the name. Um, in the, in the, uh, the collector, the drawing Dana did, like the sim, the symbols matches the, the like thing at the end of this episode um on the wall or whatever so i, I think it is and but of note dana said this character is not appearing until season three so we might Ooh, be bookmarking the collector okay. here i was gonna say it's possible we just don't get the collector until season three interesting i guess the collector is the final step to getting the door activated so maybe we don't go back to earth at the end of the season maybe there's a clue there for that uh but yeah we didn't know the collector was so tied to the door which is interesting Anyway, let's talk what about... What a name of the collector. It makes me think of, like, Ida at the beginning of season one. Yeah, she's a collector of mm-hmm. sorts. Mm, interesting. What does the collector collect? That's the question. Who collects, yeah. who collects the collector? Is that the... You know? <laughs> what um, collects the... Co- oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Grimwalkers, uh, which we've already talked about. Uh, so we're going to refer to an image, the first image, and I'm going to put some of these in the podcast description. If you go to overlyanimated.com, click on the podcast, I'll put some of these images. But from the episode, we see a page from the diary with a drawing of silhouettes of the brothers, presumably. Um, it's not like we hadn't <laughs> seen. Presumably. Look, Thank April's you. got me questioning everything now. <laughs> There we go. Uh, so you previous... don't have to flatter me. If you don't believe it, it's fine. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see if I'm convinced by the end. Uh, well, uh, previously we saw a picture from a book with the brothers with their faces blurred out, but we also yeah. saw the statues. We talked about yeah. this on our mid-season theories podcast. I think Michelle was going to end up being right about everything about the statues, by the way. <laughs> um, I was confused at the time, but I think the faces match. So we get no, the... they do. They 100% do. Right. So this the, the point is this is like... Uh, We'd seen the face in the statue, but these are like better, I guess, silhouettes of the faces. It's clearer the differences between the two. On the right is the like way hair all over the place, uh, more rounded nose. Uh, that seems to be Philip on the right. And then on the left is the more pointed nose, uh, which we are assuming is the brother. Yeah. But the big thing is that his nose looks crooked and pointed, very similar to Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I have another image here of someone made of the comparison. No, that comparison is like so dead on. The hairstyle's like the same too. Undeniable. It's I agree. It's kind of undeniable. The um, only thing that's like, well, probably his brother didn't have glowing like maroon eyes, but other than that, uncanny yeah, resemblance. We don't have color, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, they, so the person on the left of the drawing in the book seems to match Hunter. So, on the mid-season podcast, we talked about two scenarios. Who's the Grimwalker? And if, uh, to recap quickly, in the beginning of episode nine, there's a book that's open that has the recipe for making a Grimwalker, which appears to be some sort of clone thing. Um, so, go back and listen to our mid-season 30s podcast for more details. They still haven't said the word on the show yet. So, if if you don't know what we're talking if, – if you were previously unaware, that's not a big deal. Like, the, you're not missing anything. Except for maybe you are. Like, is, do you need to yeah, be picking up bit. on all these with the show? It's such a weird show. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so we we talked about two scenarios. One is Hunter a Grimwalker for Bellos, and he's he's his vessel. He's going to transfer his consciousness into his next body, which is Hunter, and that will be his new form. That was scenario one. Scenario two is Hunter a Grim Grimwalker for Bellos's brother, and he's trying to revive his brother or something. And this seems to this one drawing, considering how close it is to the the brother, which who we are, who we we see younger Phil Philip in this episode. We see the silhouette, and we see the other silhouette, so we know that this is the brother, and we know Phil, Bellos is Philip, and now we know that the, 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 the this other silhouette is Hunter. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, like even though it didn't show a lot, it tied all these things together definitively. Um, so now. It definitely seems like Hunter is a Grimwalker of Bellos's brother. Yes, it it feels much more definitive than before. Yeah. So those are like the two big immediate things this this episode narrowed down is Bellos Bellos is Philip and Hunter's the brother's Grimwalker. Uh, big deal. Uh, so what's he trying to do with uh with the Grimwalker of his his brother here? That's I think the big question. Um. We previously talked about how maybe this is a sympathetic motivation for Bellos. He's trying to bring mm. his brother back to life. Mm. Mm. I don't know. No. I feel like he could have done that a long time ago if he really wanted to. I, I mean, I think one thing um, 
like that Kevin Williams from Roundtable pointed out on Twitter um, was that, you know, the language Philip uses with, you know, Luce and Lilith and like, oh, well, you know, I needed like, <laughs> basically I needed like to use someone to be the the person to take the fall. And it's very similar to the way he words, like finding a replacement would be tough if anything happened to Hunter way back when the yeah. Grimwalker stuff came up. So it seems that he has like a very specific purpose that's not necessarily out of the sentimentality of his heart. I mean, the thing that made me confused about that at this point was like, if he's been sacrificing, you know, like the the blue fang guy, like he's dead and Lilith almost died. If, if this is like kind of how he goes about his business on the regular why would he go to the, such trouble to make a Grimwalker to make a sacrifice if he clearly doesn't need to do that normally for this kind of stuff? So I wonder actually if it's an issue of like, maybe there's a rule if you're making a new portal that like, however many people went with you initially through have to be with you to go back. Like maybe he just physically needs like the DNA of his brother technically there to open like to use the magic magic to open the portal back. That's like some Pacific Rim stuff. <laughs> yeah, but like I can't imagine like why else he would need a Grimwalker because I mean, yeah, I don't I don't really think he wants to possess him. I think he just wants to sacrifice him. But like, why does he need to go to the trouble of that when he could like literally sacrifice anyone? Right? Like, I feel like there has to be a significance of it. That's what I mean. Like, I think it has to do with like that's the DNA of his brother, and who came through the mm. portal with him initially? Oh, his brother. So I think like that's a big part of it. Maybe at this point, or maybe he just needs like that personal sacrifice. So like. For some spell or something. It yeah. It has to be familial like sometimes there's or like conditions for it. Like it has to be yeah. the hair of the person or it has to be. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it might just yeah. be like a very conditional spell. Like you have to sacrifice someone close to you or you know what I mean? So, yeah. I feel like we're like we're agreeing that like there's something about it needing to be his brother in some there. sort of sense for it to matter or Bellos would have just used anyone, right? Yes. And I, I also, it would not surprise me that it has taken him up until this point to produce a Grimwalker. Just because, like, I mean, obviously he's not, like, a resident of the Boiling Isles. It took him so long to figure out all the, the stuff yeah, that he did. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, lots yeah. of trial and error, you know, playing with his chemistry set or whatever. <laughs> So, All the like discarded before hunters, like maybe yes. this is hunter oh, number forty-five, the the first one that actually oh, no. turned they're out right. They're not even like Grimwalkers; they're just abominations. And he's like, "That's not what I'm trying to do." Oh god! <laughs> There's probably like this a basement dark, room Please. where all the abominations of hunters live, and maybe he finds it, and it's just the worst day. Yeah, we're gonna him. see a horror shot of forty <laughs> dead mean, hunters. Yeah, to make a light get glyph. So I'm just saying. Right. Like, so I, I agree with April that I do think it makes sense it would take him this long. We've seen the the Grimwalker recipe. Um, at this point, he doesn't seem aware that the stones of what a stone sleeper is. We saw the stone sleeper in this episode, which is one of the missing ingredients we hadn't heard of before. Of note from the Grimrocker recipe, the only thing we have not seen at this point is bone of or oak or tet. That's the last thing. Everything yeah, you're else, right. It is, um, yeah, because I think we talked before about how like it's like the the really like gross thing about the Grimwalker ingredients is he's been having Hunter gather them. Yes himself yes. which is like so <laughs> like ew that's so terrible 
But also, like, if he, if if Hunter already exists, what is this like a backup Grimwalker in case Hunter doesn't work or something? Like, is he already back planning for the next one? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I mean, he could be. He doesn't yeah, know that. I don't doubt it. Maybe maybe he's gathered the ingredients before and they failed, and now he's he's trying again. In or case maybe Hunter like fails. he's like, okay, I know the exact formulation to make a Grimwalker. So if this spell, when I do it with my Grimwalker, doesn't work. I'll be ready to just make another one and try again. Yeah, I'm wondering if either it's like for another hunter or maybe like another him. Maybe that's yeah. like maybe he make a younger version of him instead of possessing hunter if hunter's ultimately supposed to be sacrificed. It's a good it's it is a very good question. In episode 1 of the season of the season, uh hunter's trying to retrieve the Selkidamus uh scales or just the Selkidamus mm-hmm. and and that's part of the recipe. What if, like, Hunter, what if he's not even going to kill Hunter? What if Hunter is a failed attempt to, like, directly clone the brother, and he's going to try again to try to actually get his memories now? Hunter's just his own person. He has his DNA, but he's not, like, a a, a direct uh, clone mentally of the brother. Because, yeah, like, why does he need it again if Hunter... But, so, talking about the... Yeah, talking about the sacrifice. So, we don't think Bellos is going to... Uh, put his mind into Hunter anymore. It's that was the other side of the th- of the equation. Uh, it doesn't seem like he'll be a vessel, but you know anything's on the table. Um, yeah, right. Just guys... because we've we've seen how he's disposed of other people before, so that just seems like it's a pattern for him. I the other thing that like bothers me um, is that if his brother was such a big deal to him, I feel like he would have talked about him. Dirt in elsewhere and elsewhere. Um, I I don't know because he he's you know he keeps changing like facts or he keeps lying about yeah. like oh I was the only one who like survived oh I wonder why oh I'm the only one who found this thing oh actually that's not true I think like he just keeps wanting to center himself as the one who knows everything characters so. yeah that he's the main character so like I think if he admitted <laughs> he had a brother who maybe was really smart. And awesome too, like that would detract from him, and but he doesn't it, want that. But it, again, if you're gonna like build this whole story about yourself and what you're doing, I feel like you would like need like like if this is your motivation, then why wouldn't you just tell people? Like it just makes you again more relatable. Like I'm trying to like get home but i can't without my brother like i guess it depends on what happened to his brother right like if he was directly involved with his brother not being around then telling people and them you know Mm. sniffing around would be bad news for him yeah but we don't know that so it's just kind of like yeah why doesn't we only know he has a brother because of what the human world has said and and you know also like the little drawing Kior's brother did of themselves in his book that he said was private and that's all he said about it so it does seem like he doesn't want people to know he has a brother yeah this is interesting so you guys are are presenting the kind of sinister outlook of uh Potentially Hunter being a Grimwalker for the brother. I think that checks out after we we saw a pretty bad uh, de- depiction of Bellos in this uh, this episode. Um, he tries, you know, tries to sacrifice them. Why isn't he? Why isn't I mean, he I trying to sacrifice? Uh, like, Philip's like still like mostly human, so he can still get his butt kicked by both witches and like monster boys, which is like really satisfying because that's much harder to do with Bellos in the current timeline. Yeah. 
Yeah, he gets punched by Lilith. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm still on board with the theory that he's just trying to bring his brother back um, because he loves him. Like, why though? Why? Do yeah, you think- I think he loves him. So th- the more the more you're gonna the more you show Philip is evil, the more I'm gonna oh, think that the show is gonna okay. give us a sympathetic motivation. Like, uh, okay. you need to counter this out at some point. Um, so this episode made me think it way more that, it, that he's going to try to bring his brother. Like he, I think like one reason he might not want to be private about his brother because he's like has such grief over him. Maybe it's like such a pain point in his life. he killed him? Yeah. He, either you, he, you know, mean, even if he killed him, still could be very upset about that. That's very, true. Like, psychopathic well, yeah, I get thing. it. But like. Yeah. So I. We at least all think that they like they had a falling out, whether it led to like murder or just a disagreement <laughs> and a mutual breaking up. Uh, they're like not it's, they're not together anymore, and that alone is like something happened, right? Maybe I mean the simplest thing <laughs> is he just like died right away when they got to boiling eyes. Wait, what? No, what? no way! Like what? He fell off a cliff, and that was it. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, <laughs> dangerous world, you know. Uh, I mean, that's not like I want to bring in the next topic, which relates to this, because uh, okay. this is interesting. But no, I, I still think he's the. I, like, I think we need a sympathetic motivation for Philip. You can't just have a villain. It doesn't need no, to be he... this, but there needs to be something. I think for him. Uh, maybe I'm learning too much from Gabriel and Ladybug, but uh, I was gonna say this is not Gabriel aggressed. You need to stop. <laughs> I mean, I do think I that, like, like that you know, he used to be a normal human boy who was into researching, and like, isn't that sympathetic? But then it went wrong, and he started disposing of people for his certain goals. I mean, he could have started from a pretty that's neutral a, place, went I was into say, a that's magic. A really big leap. <laughs> like, is it? I don't know. Like, he went into a whole <laughs> different. Know. He went to a whole different realm with different rules. He saw an opportunity. Maybe his brother didn't agree with it. He's like, well, you know what? Fine. And maybe he is sad about what happened to his brother, but it wasn't going to stop him from... Because, like, again, he he doesn't, like, seem to value... Like, he let he let the, the blue-tooth guy, like, die, right? So he doesn't seem to value, like, monsters in this world. He, he speaks numerous times about how he does, like, witches always lie. So, like, he also, like, doesn't, like... Which is, if he goes to a place where there are no humans, like, why does he have to have humanity for anything there? Like, he he seems to think they are beneath him. And he also hates the fact that they have a magical power he doesn't possess. So he's going to find a way to get that for himself. Like, I feel like it's a combination of him, like hating them and thinking they're beneath him, but also feeling like conflicted with the fact that he doesn't have the power they have. But he's yeah. like, that doesn't sit right with him because he's supposed to be the most important boy. So, I mean, and that logic to me, like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't think it's surprising. Maybe he'd be more okay murdering that, the, that the residents sense. of this world because he, do, he doesn't see them as on the same level as maybe him and his brother. I think that makes sense, but I still think it's quite a leap to go from like not sacrificing people to sacrificing people. He didn't have the opportunity. He didn't have the same opportunity. He's, He's like, you know what? Care. I can't really murder in the uh, human world, so I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, like honestly though, maybe it's just all about like his perspective of like what, like, r- like sure, Earth rules matter. But do, you know, boiling aisles <laughs> matter? No, I'll just make new rules. I'll just make a new society. I, I I really wonder what he was like in the human realm. That might say a lot about, mm. like, the person he became once he was in a completely different setting, for real. Like, kind of like Luce, right? Like, she's yeah. a different person, and maybe it's like, you know, she's going to the positive direction, and he just went way more negative. 
it's a, bringing up Luz is interesting because the her whole thing, her whole emotional arc in Follies uh, is uh, she's trying to relate, force a like relatableness onto Kiki Mora because right. she doesn't, she's so upset at her situation, wants someone to relate to. Actually, Bellos is the one that <laughs> oh, would relate God. to Luz. It's too late for him. Uh, I think I think that'll come up maybe that whenever they face off. Um, Bellos, yeah, it yeah. could. And uh, yeah, I think there's an interesting discussion. Uh, we're just missing so much time with with Philip. It's really hard to say. Like at this point, which was hundreds of years ago, he'd probably already lost the brother, and it still is a hundred, a few hundred years until he takes over. Like what happens? You know, what's his state right now? How long has it been before? This just makes me think that the show needs to is going to give uh, more uh, background information at some point. That's that's kind of my conclusion here. We still need a lot to come here. Um. Okay, next, next, maybe this will tie in. Maybe it's, it's a, it's a, its own wrinkle into this, but it relates to the brother. So hot new conspiracy theory just hot dropped new, today. Hot, uh, hot off the presses. <laughs> just, extra, it just dropped. Theory, yeah. In your area. Uh, are Ida and the Clawthorne family related to Bellos and the, the Whit- Whitbane family? Are they descendants this in some form? Makes me want to scream. It makes me so angry. <laughs> Here is the evidence. No. Uh, so yeah. we see uh, middle-aged Philip in this episode. <laughs> They're both middle-aged. Jack we see older, him. older. I guess Edith's dad, Dell. Uh, is his dad. <laughs> He's probably like in his fifties or something, right? Yeah. Uh, it's been twenty see. years since he saw like fifty her. human years. We don't know how many. Older. Yeah. He's. <laughs> Anyway, um, how old Zeta? That's the question. Uh, the, but uh, the, the they look similar. The they have beards. They have flowing <laughs> they have hair. <laughs> they both have beards because they're old men. I don't think that's enough. <laughs> they're they, both old okay. men. Okay, here's yeah, the more here's the more definitive good. one. So tying into the brother. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Dell kind of has the crooked nose that we've been talking about with the brother. Wait, does okay? Yes, I'm gonna go does. look at it. I'm looking. It's, it's a little more sagging it's than crooked, like I'd a say. Hawk, no, like, yeah, it doesn't have like the dent. It just goes completely curved down into a point. It's also but older, so gravity. Is- Gravity's <laughs> working on the nose of Dell. That's what you're saying, April. Yeah, okay. I think you're right there. Is that how is that how gravity. aging works? Your nose yes. goes down. Yeah. Gravity simple. becomes stronger as you age, didn't you? Yeah. Know your body can't fight it anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just gives up. Uh, I think the no. I mean, I think the noses inspire a. Uh, you know what's going on here, but the the, the his palisman is a yellow bird that you think might look pretty similar to Hunter's palisman, who that, might that be uh, Philip's brother's old palisman, as we've previously discussed. Um. And by the way, Hunter's Possum, you said it's Flapjack, right? Flapjack, so that, yeah. Flapjack. So that's 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 not been said in the show yet. That's from the charity stream before the seasons. That'll be coming up in the such in the an episodes. iconic name. It's a good name. I um, love it. <laughs> the birds look similar. They they uh, do. Yes, they both look really angry. <laughs> The bird plus the nose is enough for me to question. Okay. Is oh Dell a grimwalker uh, of, wait, what? Oh of my God. See, Philip's even... brother? No oh, one said wait. this. This is just okay. me. Okay, say uh, it again. Is okay. Ida's dad, Dell, a grimwalker of Phil- of Bellos's dead brother? I mean, literally, why, though? Like, what would be the logical I don't know why. Point? I just know... Yeah. <laughs> 
I just know I'm the nose plus bird. And have it make sense for you, but you're not giving me Look, life. Here's what I'm saying. The show has put clones in play here, even though they haven't said sure, anything about yeah. that. So anyone that looks pretty similar, I'm going to oh start questioning god, no! if they're clones. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> okay, like here's my thought, because I really like reject that with like every fiber of myself but like i agree like the both of the like they're both cardinal um bird palismans we both look very similar they're just different colors and flapjack is missing an eye which i believe is maybe we don't know for sure that flapjack like was the palisman the you know i I think the palismans might be related but i also think if flapjack can just find anyone at any time be like oh yeah like i want to be yours now then why couldn't the other bird do the same thing with dell just find him be like i like you you make other palismans i want to you know sit on your shoulder it's interesting, though, that Flapjack is missing his right eye, and Dell has that scar on his mm. eye. And but that was from Ida! Mm. I mean, destiny! Has, uh, oh, has God. a mark on his side of the face, too. Uh, I'm just going to point that it's out. A lot of it's facial true. scarring we don't, going on. We don't know how Flapjack lost his eye. I mean, on that logic, maybe palismans can also be like vampires where you can turn into a palisman. And Zell is oh, no. Flapjack, and that's his bird form. Or and- maybe there's there's the connection is so strong that when yeah, Del well, got harmed by Ida, he because we know that's how like he got the scar or whatever and lost yeah. his eye. So maybe when that happened, Flapjack that happened to Flapjack as well, even though that might not have been, still been his palisman at the time, because they have such a strong connection. Man. Okay. 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 This is, yeah. My only thought about that is like <laughs> looking at the slash mark on Dell's eye. It's like one big deep cut, right? Yeah. And I seem to remember that Flapjack has like an X across that eye, like it's two like crossing um marks, which one. wouldn't be like identical. So I mean, but that's as far as I'll go. Okay. I'm not I'm concerned like with the scar. I, let's let's rein it in. Uh, the- <laughs> Scar? I'm not. I, the scar is after. I, I, I like the. Concerned with the scar. I'm not concerned about the scar. Flapjack, who's a Hunter's Grimwalker, found yeah. him. Presumably, found him. the theory would be because his old uh, master, or whatever, was with Philip's brother. brother, and yeah. now this is genetically Philip's brother as well. So he found him, and it could be the same bird from 400, 500 years ago. I think that checks out. I so feel that's like what we more thought. Evidence. Yeah. 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 So that's, that was a big reason why we were potentially leaning towards he was the brothers Grimwalker, not, uh, yeah, um, in the past anyway. So, uh, we don't know the backstory with Dell's Palisman, um, but for all we know, it could have also found him, you know, so, but anyway, it, 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 this is, this is, it could, it could have been a similar situation. More realistically, here's the, ne- the other theory is the, the related to. So are they descendants <laughs> of the brother? <laughs> I mean, my only the the big reason I don't like that is just because like I, I I push away the the desire for everyone to have this special like reason of being connected to each other. I I'm much more a fan of just like these people were in this position at this time, and so they had like a very heavily influenced amount of time on this story we're telling. Not because there's someone's long lost relative and secretly they were like biologically important all along. Because I feel like that's very like unsatisfying for the average person seeking immersion here, right? 
it feels a little bit like a cop out if they're just super special. But I mean, there's it's just such a crack theory. I don't maybe there's evidence for it. I'm it's just, just a really normal person, isekai, so into this angry world. To think about, like, and then oh, Bella must be related. realizes that he could just sacrifice Ida or Lilith. Oh my god. Yeah, okay, so let, he, yeah, I'm. You started this. <laughs> I'm I'm genuinely torn about whether they're related. Here's here's why this appealed to me. I think this is what the evidence you're missing. So, or this this in my view, this is like to other people, this might not be, but to me, this is big. So, it, one of the big in my eyes, the big one of the big plot holes, top ten plot holes book, uh, with the Owl House is the is Ida has the portal door in the beginning. Yeah. Why? And we saw in the flashback that she finds it when she runs away. Yes. It's like somewhere near her house. Still, that's mighty convenient that she just stumbled on it. Okay, it can shows... we talk about that for a second? Can we talk yeah. about that? I'm gonna do, yeah. So I'm gonna she, present a few so reasons. She, she finds it poking out of the dirt. We just learned about time pools from the sand. I think mm. it's much more obvious that that came from a different time pool in history. From at some point with Philip and his brother, they dropped it and they're like, "Ah, oh, dang it!" And then it happened to end up like in Peta's in, in Ida's backyard. It was timing. And it was all it just could, could have been a time pool. It was a and time, time pool pools thing. are never in the same place. Exactly. Ever again. Exactly. So, they can't so get like, it back. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would tend to think they won't bring time travel more into the story. I mean, it's already so confusing with all the clone stuff. But that's definitely possible. That's a good call. But so here's other possibilities. Um, <laughs> so like, I definitely think the show will explain why the portal door was there. Um, like, I, I think they need to explain that. So the the the, the relationship thing is very appealing because if the Clawthorns are descendants of the brother, it would make sense in some form for them to have the door buried near their ancestral home. You know, th- mm. that's why I was like, whoa, the- to me, that's like very satisfying. Some explanation for why the door is there. Um, maybe Philip's brother is the one who makes the door. He's the key. That's why Philip kind of can't figure it out. He has some skill. I, I would really like that if his brother was like just as smart and he figured out time, like how to do a yeah. portal. And then like they had a falling out and Philip had to like recreate it on his own. It took him way longer. Like I, I would love that because it would add so much to their dynamic. Yeah, I, I think I think so. Maybe he was an expert craftsman and he's passed that down. To them being good with Palisman now, maybe like you need to, he has some magical quality with the he wood. He was like, portal doors are dangerous. I will never do this again. This would lend credence to the falling out thing if he hid it from, from yeah. Philip. Um, this and then maybe me... that's what Philip's trying to do, but he doesn't know like the secret formula. And so secret it's taking something, him- something potentially really big just occurred to me. I was I was looking down at the many lovely screenshots Dylan has yes, in this document. One? So the the statue, um, the brother is holding a book and Philip mm. at first I thought it was a scroll, but no, I think those are like the maybe the magic, like on the paper, the magic signs. Could um, be, yeah. Could oh. that book be like the book that Philip slash Bellos now has. Oh, so you're they saying know. what if the, the brother was the one who the wrote the diary? Yes, the brother's a smart one. And he he's a fraud. Stuff. They had a falling out. Somehow Philip ended up with the book and has been adding to it and pretending he was the one making all these discoveries all along. Could that be in play? Oh. Yeah. If that's I, I true, like this. Yeah. I think there's more evidence. I like that, that. Yeah, I think there's more evidence in that case that the brother's the one that came up with the the portal door. 
Like he he was much like which again is really interesting because that means like he's more of the brains behind this and Philip is more interested in magic. Well, and then maybe that's why he would have the Grimwalker of his brother because he's hoping that to some degree, like that is knowledge. Like yeah, and the knowledge will just like click at some point. Yeah, and maybe that's what like his big spell is in a month or whatever, is to take all of that wild magic to bring back his brother's, like, brain or something. Right, right. So that it could, really it could cool. be it could be that he needs his brother to get the door. The spell is actually not for the door. It's for bringing his brother back. Then he'll ask his brother how to, what's the one He'll be like, yo, bro, uh, <laughs> long time again. to see. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, for you. <laughs> yeah. We, we can go home together, you know, emotionally. Yeah. There's know. a little bit of sentimentality. I would agree maybe Bells has could like be, a it could be both, bit yeah. of sentimentality left. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And so the, the statues, what Michelle said from episode 10, the hook nose brother one is the one who has Holding the book. book. Yeah. Which yeah. could be the diary. Yeah. This is a very yeah. good call. I mean, yeah. again, like the thing I find so interesting is like the, the brother's always in front, which I feel like says so much about their dynamic, right? He's in front in the statues, Phillips behind him. And even in that drawing, in the book, the brother's in the foreground, Philip's behind him. Yeah. So I feel like he was the one leading a lot of this stuff. And like, how did Philip feel about that? I just feel like it says so much and that positioning is so intentional. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it makes sense to me would, that... I was going to say, it would then like definitely justify why he's so like bent on surpassing his brother in terms yeah. of power and knowledge and control yeah it this I seems like the type of story that uh, older right yeah that's that's true yeah we need we need backstory with them um i, yeah. I i'm on board with this here's the, the alternate theory to them being related um, <laughs> they're lovers so they're learn, lovers oh gosh no not <laughs> philip and the brother oh, the, okay. <laughs> Del and Del is a descendant of the brother. Like, to altern- alternatively, we learn in this episode that the Clawthorn clan was known for their palisman making skills. Del was the best palisman maker. Um, so, Bellos could have contracted, contracted the Del to make the portal door and uh or something like that right this th- that doesn't require them to be related um de- the, the the or not dell specifically the, the that the clawthorn family was in was involved with the initial attempt of making the door or something right like because they they're expert craftsmen that seems intentionally placed in this episode um so so them they're tied to the door maybe that makes sense the door would be in their n- near their house um there, and you all, yeah. There could also like maybe not like Grimwalker, but like what if there was a scenario where when the the brothers had a falling out, uh, you know, no one died, but the brother just decided like you know I I'm actually happy here. I like the Boiling Isles. I think this is a great place to settle down. And he goes to settle down with some nice witch lady, and like Ida and Lilith are just like the great 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 grandchildren of. The brother. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. I'd be, yeah, I'd be more inclined to believe that because, like, he Dell has pointy well, ears. He looks like a witch for first. sure. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's what we're saying. Yeah, so yeah. that 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 would be the scenario. Would be okay. Dell. Dell yeah. was, uh, you know, had a, a witch uh, partner, and then they had had children. We don't even know if it's possible, but you know, in theory, uh, yes, they could be probably possible. I do like though that even if it makes makes out to be nothing that Dell was such a like like skilled palisman craftsman that it almost kind of helps explain why like 
Ida is very kind to like her person. Yeah. Yeah. And um and I can't think of the one, the giant one. I can't think of her name right now. The um, bat queen? The bat yeah, queen. the bat queen. Yeah. So that would make sense like that would bring a lot of light to that, like why like they're also close too because or that she has that relationship because she's always had that relationship with her like growing up or something along those lines so i like that even if that's like all that it ends up being i'm i'm really satisfied with that <laughs> you're right that is still like a really nice bit of like ida's backstory because we honestly don't get a lot even of them and their their backstory and it is a nice layer i still can't believe she avoided her dad for 20 years oh my god that that's a lot I mean, the fact that she blames herself for him not yeah. being able to, like, you know, make palismans anymore because his hands kind of messed up from the scratch marks. She's like, girl, you were what, like, 13? I'm sure your dad doesn't blame you. It's fine. Go to family reunions <laughs> more. Well, do, have they said that there's, like, other, like, palisman craftsmen out there? It's a good question. Maybe there aren't, like, maybe maybe it's, like, not a popular thing anymore. I guess the biggest issue, um, and he was saying, because he had the seed, right? He's like, I'm yeah. trying to help the Bat Queen replenish the, the forest for the wood yeah. supply. So, and we know that's been dwindling since season one. So maybe it's, like, a combination of, like, there aren't a lot of trees out there, but also maybe not a lot of craftsmen able to make palismans. Which I guess would also explain why when um like Willow and Hunt like when everyone was trying to get a palisman, they were giving them ones that already existed. Listed, they weren't yeah. making their own. They were doing like hand me downs, maybe because there is a, such a short supply. But also but, like Bellis is eating them all, so that's he's yeah. probably the bit like ninety five percent of the reason. But that also so that also explains why um Ida was like, let's make your own with Luz because. She, to some oh, extent, yeah. has that knowledge that from she got dad. from her father. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's really sweet. I hope they do that. Because I feel like you can't just, like, make palismans. Like, yeah, it's probably like, hard. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, that would, again, like, that explains why Edith was like, let me help you make your own palisman. Because she also probably understands, like, the... I guess like the sentimentalness of making your own because she probably made her own with her father. Yeah, she definitely did. He talks and, about that. Yeah. And Luz sees Edith as, you know, a guardian figure. And so that's probably like a very like, that's such a sweet, mo- like that makes that moment even more sweet. And I just thought of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's nice. This is yeah. A lot, a lot <laughs> it of... is nice. It's a nice thought, April. It is I nice. think so. I great. Uh, when's that? When's that episode over here too? Okay. <laughs> now, I was trying to wrap up my thoughts on the related thing. I'm still undecided. No, um, no. We well, we talked about it. I mean, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be a little angry if it happens, but I do trust the show to at least explain it in a way that won't feel crazy if it ever did happen. Like, like just the idea of. They're just like long descendants of Philip's brother. Yeah. I, that would I, make I, closure I, great for Bellows, honestly, if that yeah. was true. Does Bellows know? Um, interesting. Uh, I agree it feels a little neat or convenient, um, but there's reason. There's another. So another. Let's let's try to use this as a transition um, to Lumity. Uh, 
Ooh, what a transition. So, you know who else has pal spins? These two kids. No, no. Look, you haven't even heard my brilliant transition <laughs> okay, yet. Okay, okay. Philip, or no, the brother and uh, his witch boo um, <laughs> are the original cross witch human oh. couple. Oh. So might oh. lose an amity, learn of their love story, and uh, be inspired that they can make it. Um, if uh, Aww. They, yeah, there you go. They, they, they could do things like that too. Okay, that's very sweet. I would yeah. be really cute if Luce referred to to Amity as my witch boo. <laughs> oh, no, I feel like we're the furthest possible from that with the sweet potato. Um, that's true. Know. That's already cute enough. Sweet honestly. potato is so adorable that I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> you and Amity both. Okay. Yes, literally. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're gonna spend less time on Liberty, but uh, M- Michelle, what's what's your favorite parts of uh, Luce and Emmy and Follies of the Coven Day Parade? Uh, I mean, when Luce literally just grabbed Amity's whole face and kissed her and then ran off, that was pretty great. But like, there was there were that was like a through line. Liberty was like a through line to that whole episode, and I think that was just like it's like it's not like here and there anymore it's just like all the time they're together yeah. it's, it's their yes. relationship so it's gonna be a part of it forever and that's just really like refreshing to see and even the aspects of like oh well like Amity needs to talk to somebody about her like struggling with this relationship and how to approach it maturely so she rekindles an old friendship mm-hmm. and like that's so nice it's like god poor Willow we like really need to spend time with Willow because she's not okay I don't think she's okay yet about all this stuff with Amity but then also her just like you know they handle it so maturely at the end I was just so shocked she's like look I, I didn't watch the video but like please be honest with me because I, I cannot help you if I don't know what's going on, which is also very fair. And then yeah. Luce tells her, and then their bond is just, like, stronger. And Luce is, like, more confident that she can, you know, come to Amity herself with fears later. That she doesn't have to be, like, I don't know, a perfect girlfriend for them to still, you know, stand a chance together. It's just all really nice. It's just so well done. Yeah. April, what about you? I, I loved all of the moments. But the sweet potato thing really got me. She's like, yeah, I learned it in this book, and it's a cooking book. <laughs> Gus is like, yeah, I totally killed that. I'm so yeah, he's good. Yeah, like, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, that was great. All the stuff in the beginning. I love them. Uh, I, I, I agree uh, with Michelle. The integration, that's kind of what I was talking about into the, the main plot. I was, the the them addressing i think the most like heartening thing is like we have this like uh when's Lou's gonna tell amity about what happened mm. in episode 10 next mm-hmm. episode right like he, <laughs> that's yeah. great let's do Again, that don't We're make us wait things immediately uh, yeah you know they they do handle it very maturely um they I, I, they're like clinging to each other at the end a lot it's pretty it's pretty wonderful um and uh the thing that i really loved with that too in addition to all this is uh they Amity has like a speech to lose and like kind of um vaguely addresses their future. She says they're taking things she'll take she's okay taking things one day at a time, which Luz then says at the end in terms of the Bellows threat. Yeah. Uh, so we have a direct thematic tie-in between the main plot of the show and Luz and Amity's relationship. They're all they're all just taking one thing, taking things one day at a time. I love that. I love the juxtaposition of those two story elements. Um, and uh, 
just addressing the state of where they are in a, in a relationship. Very, uh, very mature thing for this uh, kid show like, with these yeah. two 14 year olds to do. Like, that's my favorite part is the fact that Amity didn't even go th- like she didn't go through the phone. And I hate I hate whenever like they do that in shows. They're like, oh, there's my significant other's phone. And then they grab it and start going through it. And I'm like, there is nothing okay about that. Like, have some trust. And so I think that's just a great way to like show healthy relationships to a younger audience. And that it doesn't have to be like if you feel insecure about something, ask them. You know, and if you don't know how to ask, you know, it it's not unseen to reach out to a friend and be like, hey, how do I approach this subject with somebody? So I think that the fact that they're representing a healthy relationship is just incredible and it warms my heart. Yes. Yeah, strong yes. agree. Because, like, it's not like we haven't seen other shows you know, wallow in that drama and prolong that drama because it's fun for show like dynamics and stuff. But the fact that the Owl House crew decided to model very clearly a really mature, thoughtful, you know, quick, like, you know, conversation and understanding instead of like choosing the path to just wallow in it and stretch it out and cause like a lot more stress for the viewers, like, I, I think that's a really nice choice. And I'm glad that they leaned it's into so that. It's so refreshing. Yeah, because we could, we could see that drama play out very differently in a lot of other shows. So it yeah. seems very intentional that they didn't, you know, go to that that well that has been drunken from many a time. <laughs> and just, like, modeled something a lot more mature and respectful. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice. I agree. It's really nice to see. Yeah. Loved it, and other other favorite part is uh, them fighting together uh, briefly. But yeah, uh, they're yes. so in sync now, and it's just so cute because like Lou still has to you know do magic her certain way, but like she's still like it's so like fluid and easy to combine it with Amity's style of magic. And yeah, she, like, they're different, but they could still work together and like yeah. ah, be strong, powerful couple. Yeah, puts the glyphs on top of like uh, abomination magic. Yeah, fist, like, the like, yeah, yeah. More, more. Uh, this was like one of my big wish list items for Lumi. I thought it would like take until finale, but we're doing it now. It's great. <laughs> but more of that, more of we're them. We're doing fighting. it now, and we're being healthy about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe Amity will be part of the finale fight too if she's here. Oh God, I hope. I hope so. Yeah. Me too can only hope. Yeah, I'm a little more heartened in terms of integrating Amity more into other stuff. Uh, makes sense if they're in a relationship. She wasn't in this episode, but um, we'll go over the next few episodes, speculate on in what role. But definitely love how she was uh, used and Lumidu was used in, in here. And we'll see um, what's to come. Uh, other, I guess, only other stuff there. Skateboarding. Um, <laughs> so very important. Cute. It was really cute. Yeah, it's good. They they mentioned Azura for the first time in a, in a while in terms of them both liking Azura. So <laughs> finally, we got a follow up to that. that. That's how Amity like figured out what Luz was up to. She's like, I re-, she's like, well, duh, like book five. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, and that I think I mean it's basically it. But it was it was it was uh, when it wasn't like the A plot or even like arguably the B plot. Like kind of was at times, but uh, it's just like uh, it doesn't need to be the main focus of the episode. But it's it's integrated into other things that are going on. Please, more well, of that. And it feels like it's again, it's a more natural relationship at that point. Yeah. Like, 
if they're to just happen to be together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's talk about what's coming up here, um, quickly with, with Luz and Amity. Uh, next, next week we have any sport in a storm. Hunter goes undercover, uh, at Hexside, by the way, amazing plot for his most important mission yet. Willow becomes determined, succeeded an exciting new sport. Um, we've seen trailers, Willow, Gus, um, uh, Scara. Hunter. And, uh, yeah. No, he's on the outside. Look yeah, at Hunt- him. Oh, yeah, Hunter is on the outside of the cell. But no, I put a screenshot in here. Allie pointed this out. Someone's casting Abomination Magic off screen. So there's some hope for Amity being in this episode. Maybe. Yeah. She- maybe she's the one casting this Abomination Magic. Maybe it's magic. one of her parents. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> or yes. one of the twins. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. they know. Oh, yeah. They can do Stop. things. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They do things. They, they can do. Okay. But more relevantly, two weeks from now, reaching out. Luz thinks she's found the perfect way for Amity to prove herself to her father. Underground witch duels. That sounds um, so fun. Just that description sounds... I want to see witch duels so bad. I want to see underground witch duels. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, why witch- are they underground? Like, what's so what's so off-limits about them that they what can't be them, above ground? Yeah, what makes them underground? Like... <laughs> So we have a most notably a screenshot of um again from some sort of promo or trailer. Uh loses in Ida's uh grudgeby jacket. Um yeah, she looks so good in it. And yeah. Amity is in some sort of dress and has her hair tied back and, and you can has see a her whole get cute little roots. Yeah. Yeah. So. I wonder if she has a an undercut because I'm there for that. Yeah, oh, kind of. Like, she does. Yeah, and that's like, like her, wait, yeah. Why else would it be done? So maybe she dressed up fancy for her dad. I don't. I don't know why right, else. Yeah, she would be like have a hair bun. Buns. Nobody likes hair buns. Except maybe hair. some glasses or something. So maybe she's like in disguise. Are they, are, they, are they on a are they on a date and this is what Luz thinks she should wear too? <laughs> Luz just wearing a, a sport jacket for a date would be so great. I kind of hope that is the reason. <laughs> But she's got on like the like gloves too like fingerless gloves for her motorcycle to take amity on the town for oh their date God. are they gonna park up on the mountain side <laughs> mountain side. they could they could have a date a picnic date on the top of the uh oh god demon skeleton's head yes the titan titan yes i, yeah. I was like what is it called yeah <laughs> yeah they can have a picnic on the top of the titan's head very not cursed place for a date whole great place is cursed. that sounds it's like fine. a romantic place for a date yeah. well what's next knowing this information what's next with Luz and amity i mean it seems like this episode will be some sort of follow-up to the second episode of the season with amity's parents but um what, what are we, we're just gonna see them together what's what's next for them yeah <laughs> I don't know My, what you know what you think a normal relationship is. Okay, well, when are they going to kiss? I'll say that. When oh, are they going to lips asking? kiss? That was the question. Why didn't the you question, ask? I that? guess. Yeah. I wanted to leave it open ended in case there are any theories. No, you know? that was not. Um, a, you, like <laughs> literally like, trying to get at. Uh, they, they can kiss any time. It seems like they don't seem mm. like they're waiting for anything anymore because they're already kissing on cheeks. So it's just a matter yeah. of time. Honestly, I think. I really just want like. For whenever we see their first like kiss, I just want it to be like casual. Like, well, yeah, like just no big deal, kind of. But they're yeah. like super embarrassed, kind of like how when like Luz gave her a kiss on the cheek, 
Like, I want it to just be like that. Like, and it, like, no one says anything. It just happens real quick. And we're like, okay, there we are. I I would love that, too, because I feel like with a lot of shows, the, the kiss, you don't get till the very end, right? And it's like, but if you like the couple, you want to see them kiss multiple times. So if they get to have a nice, awkward smooch first and get that out of the way, then, like, they can have the really, like, intense smooch later because it means something because, like, you know, it's the finale. But I don't want that to be the only smooch. I agree. I'd yeah. rather have the first smooch before then to take pressure off the future I would smooches. rather, yeah, because I hate, I hate when shows, like, they don't, like, have the characters kiss until it's, like, a life or death situation. Yeah, it's like, I, they come never on, they like each other again. before that situation. Yeah, they would have kissed. I'm like, just make it normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, everyday life, like any other uh, relationship at that age, you know, and yeah, let's totally just normal near the Titan on the demon realm. Yeah. On, on the top of his skull head. Yes. At the <laughs> what, what if we kissed on the Titan head? <laughs> yes. Um, but what yes. if we did? Maybe they should. <laughs> no, I, I agree though. Let's do it in episode 14. Let's not save it until the finale. Let's do it now. Let's yeah, do it, Let's do it go. right now. Uh, any drama or are we staying drama free with Lumity? Let's stay drama free. Here's the thing. I was thinking about this, like, because me and April were saying, like, oh, we love how, like, mature, like, this 14-year-old first dating relationship is. So nice. If you want the agony drama, like, Ida and Rain's right there. They have so much crap going on. It's so so nasty. Yeah. They're giving us the two different relations. Like, they're giving you, like, the the typical, like, TV relationship trope. A IE, it's just filled with unnecessary drama. But then they're giving us like this really normal, like a- out of the ordinary relationship. And the, I'm the best thing is like the adults are the ones having the disaster relationship and where everything's going wrong and the kids part. haven't figured out. It's so good. I agree. It's so good that like the adults are the ones that are just everything is going like, wrong. All I, the obstacles are there. I would if like Ida and Rain kiss and it's literally yes. like the oh my gosh I may never see you again we're all going to die I, I would die so romantic because like, Lumity is so normal and, and then Luz and Amity are watching they're like wow that's very dramatic guys. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I yeah. Lose them she'll be all into it she'll be like Oh my gosh. No, like yeah. with Liz her would, cute Liz little like really into it, yeah. Yeah. I've seen theories that people are hoping that maybe Ida can smooch Rain to get their memory back about everything. <gasps> and I know it's a trip, like honestly, again, because it's them and it's their again, crazy relationship. It would be so good and I'd love it if they leaned into that stuff. Yeah, I, I agree that I hope have that the they're dramatic relationship. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that's what they're doing. dramatic, unhealthy relationship, I'm there for it. For the not, the, not their fault. Well, it kind of is. Yeah, not, I mean, not, they, were, the past. they were now it's not their fault. well, and then things yeah. intervened. Plant yeah. women intervened. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Those we, plant we, women. We learned, Those plant we women. Rain, yeah, we learned Rain's being drugged uh, for memory loss. I'm I'm happy it's not like a full mind control situation. I was worried about yeah. that. Yeah, um, that's what it looked like. Like we had no idea what like all the vines and everything yeah. going all over them. And the end but... credits. Yeah, this yeah. this is more satisfying to me. So I'm kind of happy with this direction. But we'll, yeah, this we'll we'll see what happens with, uh, with Ida and Rain. Seems like they're really hitting this relationship hard lately in the show, and it's going to yeah. continue. Um, 
So, I mean, yeah, that's, ni- that's nice. Yeah, we need a dramatic see. relationship. We need it. And it's so perfect with them somehow. Like, Ida's enough yeah. of, like, she's still figuring her life out that it just makes sense for her. And also, Rain's just, like, so, such a fun character. And, like, also, I'm very sad this is happening to them. Like, this is not not a fun position to be in, but it makes it, like, way more angsty. <laughs> and that is satisfying. I'm so glad it's the adults. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um starting to wrap up michelle any other eater ring comments any other major things that i mean we there's a lot we haven't talked about but uh any anything you're eager to talk about from what we haven't yet i just really like these episodes and there's a lot there's a lot to think about and that's my favorite when things are answered but then it just leads to more questions and i like that they're not making us wait too long for some of these answers oh i guess skeleton hootie that was horrifying i love (laughs) hootie so much but like oh my god who's this was too much no it wasn't too much but it was like almost too much it wasn't quite it could never be too much because of tootie but i really wasn't expecting that was pretty scary how was he like so like i thought he had organs (laughs) right like when they when they took him off of the house there was all that pulsating stuff yeah where are those yeah yes how can his skeleton come off like that and he can move around i yeah, it's really confusing. What what is he literally? <laughs> the less questions, the better. Well, yes, yeah. less answers, the better. At least. Less sure. answers. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he, he was in the backpack too in that episode, right? No, yeah, he was. Yeah, because he was in his own little birdhouse, which I died. And we had Hootie yeah, toasting totally. uh, Lilith at the beginning of this week's episode. That's nice. Hoodie and Lulu. Oh yeah, he threw the whole party for. It. He's a good friend. Like he's mm. been waiting for a friend for so long, and now that he finally <laughs> has ready. one, he's going all out any chance he gets with her. What if Hootie showed up in one of the ancient Philip flashbacks? Like <laughs> Hootie's actually that old. Literally, he I could he be. Does. I feel like that's the thing we keep talking about. With Hootie's like he he's gotta know all kinds of stuff and be the secret to like something big plot wise. And they that's just why he's. Crazy. Don't bother to ask him. Yeah, like, are we gonna get a joke when they like him. reveal that Hunter's a grandma or Hootie's like, oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. Yes, <laughs> it's I gonna be everything. like Dolores in um, Encanto. She's just like, oh, I knew all along. <laughs> I I heard this, and I'm like, stop it. <laughs> like literally, like we keep saying, like if Hootie tried to fight the Emperor, there's a reason they haven't given us that because there's a good chance Hootie could win. And oh, they Hootie don't want to break the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, April, any other things on your mind from these two episodes? Um, I still can't get over the Flora Desplora mm-hmm. name. <laughs> and Luz yeah. goes, we need to talk about that. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Or also the um, what is it in their like book of like things that like are urban legends and <laughs> they're like possums. And, yeah, and Liz is like those are a thing, <laughs> and Anita's like, or was it Lilith? Was like absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, Ida, Ida, classic Owl House joke there. Um. Those always get me. I love them. <laughs> Uh, with the with the cool Aunt Lilith stuff, uh, Lilith's like, uh, let's boogie down to History Town, being like all oh, done. Yes. But then Luz is like, she really is cool Aunt Lilith, like earnestly. Yeah. Yes. Like, wow, Luz is such a loser. I really, <laughs> like, <laughs> I really felt inspired. I'm like, I need to put 
let's book you down to history town on a t-shirt or something that'd be a good t-shirt yeah um i, I like the show reminding us how how dorky loses like uh, thank yeah you. Right. And, and lilith's like becoming more dorky which seems to be what her normal self was yeah, like before yeah. she yeah. pushed herself to be like coven head which is also really cute like even her hair getting curlier Back to the way it was when she was a kid. The I glasses, love it. This episode. Mm-hmm. The Lilith yeah. regression back to her roots. Regression. Love to see it, yes. but a positive regression. Mm, positive regression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking, seeing if there's. I mean, uh, Snapdragon. Um, yeah, the the plant have a coven She's lead Ter- Terra. Yeah. I want to see more of the lava hair guy. He was so cool. Where is he? Can he come back? That would be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ones who are fighting. Right yeah. Here, right? yeah. Yes. He just yeah, looks we'll cool. That's what I mean. He, I just want to see him on screen again. Give us cool. cool looking characters. <laughs> yeah. we were, it's, it's good. Well, I think we'll see the other coven heads too. It's been interesting. Um. I think that does it. Uh, any any last thoughts here? No. I got what I wanted to say about Flora. Okay. That was, <laughs> it was important, so thank you. I think we're good. Okay. It really did. It made me, like, it honestly tickled me so much. It's such a silly much. name. It's so, it's so good. And just lose, like, being like, we have to talk about this. Like. This is good. Okay. Uh, let us know uh, what you thought of our discussion, which theories are correct. Um, this is, uh, that'll pr- probably make that one of the, t- the title of the podcast, one of these theories. Um, that'd be No, good. brother. <laughs> yeah, that that's the one we'll With do. a yeah, period let's... at the end, so there's yeah. no room for discussion on that point. Yeah. Is the brother fake? Are they related? Weigh in on all these. Fake the brother Grimwalker. all the way. Fake brother slash gay lover question mark. Oh, <laughs> That was like briefly said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that. We're we're about clickbait titles here. Yeah. Okay. That was what that's we what. Were doing. Okay. Look out for that title. Clickbait. Let us know all your thoughts on that, and uh, you can consider supporting us via Patreon. Let me pull this up at patreon.com slash overly animated thank you to all our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast Hugh, and thanks as always to our patron executive producers Steve, Michael, and Phoenician. Uh, yes, more Owl House coming up, waiting on Ladybug Season 5. Um, so very exciting stuff. I'm, I'm really excited for these next few Owl House episodes. They Me look too. Really good. Same. So, but yay, let's do it. Then that's. <laughs> I guess it's still Saturday, so not, yeah, not for I, another week. Yeah. yeah. Gotta calm down, you know. Um, okay, well, we can wait. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.